0: In the beginning of the history of experimental
1: observation or any other kind of observation on scientific things, it's intuition, it's intuition, which is really based on just experience
0: with everyday objects that suggest reasonable explanations for things. Welcome to Shrinks Pod. My name's Hunter Moore Care.
1: And I'm Amy Donaldson.
0: This is a podcast all about psychology. And on tonight's show, we are going to just talk about emotions, the current emotions that we have all been feeling and have been going through in this moment. We're, of course, talking about the election of Joe Biden and the repudiation of Donald Trump Mm. and Trumpism. So as the time of recording, it's Joe Biden has 75 million one hundred ninety-six thousand five hundred sixteen votes versus Trump's seventy million eight hundred and eight eight hundred and three thousand and eighty eight hundred and eighty-one. So that's a uh, fifty point six versus forty-seven point seven. Yeah. Uh, the state of play is that he has won. Uh, they're still counting in North Carolina and Georgia, but he has been awarded all. Um, uh, Arizona, Nevada and uh, Pennsylvania was the one that kicked mm. him over the 270 yeah. votes in the Electoral College.
1: And we tried very hard really to stay awake <laughs> until it was going to be announced in Australia and I reckon that we must have both gone to bed around like half an hour before it was announced <laughs> <I> <laughs> and can't so. do it anymore. Yeah.
0: <laughs> So and the uh, sort of play is that the the Senate forty eight forty eight and uh, looks like there's going to be runoffs in Georgia where two seats will be decided and they will decide the fate of the Senate and the balance of power in the House two hundred fourteen Democrats versus one hundred ninety six so and uh, it looks like the Democrats will retain mm. that thoughts reactions Amy
1: I'm so relieved <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I. I, I realised how tense I'd been all week. Yeah. But I didn't realise the sense of relief that I would feel this morning waking up mm-hmm. to that news. Even though, you know, we could all tell what was going to happen. Mm. I needed the certainty. I mm. needed it announced before I could, I felt like I could let the tension go a bit.
0: Yeah. Like I, was, I listened to a Pod Save American they were talking about. And they'd done a with one pod. Mm. But it was, I'm like, I'm like it's still, it's like, it's not, it's, it's still too early. Yeah. And... Yeah, I think uh, I have been surprised at my level of emotion around 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 this event. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I've I've followed pol- U.S. politics just sort of by chance, really. Like, I was in America when the George W. Bush uh, Florida election was on. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and I think I was traveling traveling on a bus overnight when that election was actually happening so it was a really interesting time to be in a, in a country where they're going through an election and to be able to talk to people about that stuff mm. and it's really fascinating and you know and I, I went and saw and i was in washington and there was republican them de- you know republican demonstrators protesting that they were you know doing a, a recount of the votes in florida and stuff like that right. you know, i've got photos of that so it's sort of been interesting that you know, was 20 years ago mm. but it's so, and, and I think America is, is a, 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 it's such an important cultural place mm. in, in the world and it was such a, just to sort of see the degradation of everything in America mm. uh, by him and then just to witness the, the, the him being swept out. Yeah. It's just, uh, it was so relieving. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in, in February, we won't have to think about yeah. Donald Trump. Yeah. Like we can get up. And it's yeah. just going to be so relieving.
1: Yeah, yeah. He he won't be consequential. Does he? <laughs> yeah.
0: And and yeah. he's already looking like yesterday's man. Yeah. And and you know there was that Rudy Giuliani. If you haven't heard about it, the, the, where they did they did a press <laughs> conference at the Four Seasons. Was, was it Four Seasons landscaping? Yeah. <laughs> we'll put a link to some articles about that. It's hilarious.
1: It's brilliant. It's it's so run down. It's next to like an adult shop. It's (laughs) fantastic.
0: Yeah, and a crematorium or something. So, um, you know, just so what we're going to do on this pod, we do in depth psychology stuff most of the time. We've prepared a lot. This time we're just we're just going to rant. The structure, the loose structure that we're going to do is we are going to talk a bit about the emotions that we've felt this week, hmm. I think, going through. And and then we're going to talk a bit about um, <laughs> our favourite part of this pod going to be the gripe list, <laughs> things, that, things that annoy have annoyed us hmm. about the Trump era. And then we're going to talk about emotions post. So really it's about how we move on and how we cope with post a nightmare, post a trauma. Hmm. Amy and I want to talk about this because it's a moment and – we are both politically engaged people, but Amy, why is it important for psychologists mm. to think about this? Or, or what, as psychologists, can we impart to people around Yeah, this?
1: I think the traditional view has been that psychologists should be sort of apolitical, that we should leave those things out of the therapy room and that we, could, we should kind of keep it separate and not let those beliefs or values that we have come in but I think more and more we're kind of realizing that we're not just working with an individual person we're working within a society Mm -hmm. and that you know people like Trump have had a devastating effect on a whole bunch of different people in how they feel about themselves in their access to healthcare, in all of the structural Mm -hmm. um, systems that fit around them and that to not advocate for people and not to sort of uh, I guess speak about what is right and fair and mm. and um in people's best interests is actually not okay yeah and it doesn't fit with what the philosophy of psychology is that's yeah. sort of you know trying to help people live as well as they can and cope with things that come up yeah going for someone who undermines a lot of that.
0: and But undermines undermines not just, like, not just hurts people, mm. has hurt people and, and has encouraged people, but has encouraged a whole range of behaviour societally mm. and societally in Australia. Yep. Like, so we're, in this, we're a small country, down the bottom of the world, like mm-hmm. we don't have that much influence, right? We've got some weird flora and fauna, like <laughs> it's a bit of a Darwinian backwater, but <laughs> the but we don't have that much of a cultural influence. But America has this huge cultural influence mm. and we've seen it here, the the politicians who are now much more emboldened to be nepotistic or corrupt.
1: Outwardly racist. Outwardly, outwardly racist, yeah. Right-wing.
0: And so, you know, like as a therapist, you you don't try and challenge someone's political views in the therapy room. Mm. You know, and I think that there's sort of a, usually an understanding between client and therapist around you know, we don't really, you know, that's not really what we're here for, right? Mm. And, you know, I've certainly worked, I remember working with a guy who was American chap and he was like totally for the tea party stuff. Yeah. And, you know, and I think, and I think he and I actually really respected each other. and He Mm. knew I didn't think that way. Yeah. And, and I I found it quite interesting to talk to somebody. So, but yeah. So for you, you're sort of of saying psychologists, we have a role. Is that what you mean? Yeah,
1: I think I think also because we see the effects of what, you know, a politician like this causes and, you know, our similar sort of right-wing politicians, we see the effects of the policies they bring into place and the things that they say, and I don't know about you, but I've certainly had clients coming in who have been directly affected by the decisions that, say, our Prime Minister's made Mm. or things like that where, you know, we're working with the impacts and then there's also the just the broader thing of it's so disheartening and depressing and all of the rest of it when someone who's in a position of power can say things about a group of people that you belong to so whether that's racial or mm. you know gender or sexuality mm. or whatever it is and that that's okay yeah Um, because then other people think, like you said, that they've got permission, that it's okay to say those things.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're sort of jumping to the gripe list. We are. (laughs) We'll we'll refocus a sec. But, I mean, I I think it's interesting. Like, I'm a white dude, Mm. right? Uh, You know, I'm I'm, like, I'm left-handed. That's about as minority as I get, really. (laughs) uh, But in the Trump era, like, if you're an intellectual, Mm. a quote-unquote intellectual, I've got postgraduate training, Apparently, I'm highly educated, blah, mm. blah, blah. And, like, I have felt attacked by just the just a t- assault on the truth. Yeah. Like, an assault on kind of, like, disrespecting what is important and valued and right. Mm. And, and, and it is just by happenstance that America is not in worse state. Mm. Then And we'll get onto this in the gripe list. But. Yeah,
1: yeah, so, absolutely. But then I think in terms of our role, we also then have a role in helping people process the impact of politics. So like there's the yeah. general hearing it, knowing about it, but then there's also how to process when you feel so powerless yeah. and anxious and all the rest of it.
0: And, and I'm going to put a disclaimer in it. Like, so I'm going to sound a bit irritated and angry. Mm, um, same. And, and, and uh, I've seen a lot of stuff on Twitter about, you know, oh, we've got to come together and Joe Biden gave this great speech mm. this afternoon, our time. It's a time to move forward and it's a time to sort of unite. And I think that that's very true. But I also am a big believer in catharsis mm. and a big believer in validating our emotions and expressing them. And I I think it would be a, a large mistake for people to... Suppress their feelings of joy, suppress their feelings of frustration and annoyance, mm. and even for any right wingers um, who are, are listening and who are upset about what's happened, to you know, they're allowed to feel upset and hurt mm. by the situation, and and so that's not to sort of say, look, I'm going to indulge in a four year long thing hatred towards stuff. Actually, what I really hope is that biden gets voted in and we can all just go about our business mm. and and we can move on yeah. like whereas was that which is the opposite of trumpism yeah which was f- fomenting and, and fostering
1: hate, yeah. and getting stuck on particular issues from years ago and not being able to move forward not being able to shift perspectives you know, yeah that kind of stuff yeah
0: yeah because that's unhealthy yeah right and so this is you know catharsis is the emotional release mm. of tension right yeah. so Other thoughts? No. So let's start, like the good psychologists that we are, let's, (laughs) Amy, how was your week? (laughs)
1: Uh, I was so tense and I didn't, I've never felt this tense about an American election before. Even last time I thought it was impossible that he could get in and so I kind of felt like a little bit of dread but... A feeling of mm. hope, mm. whereas this time I was I was really tense. I think that I was constantly, you know, scrolling Twitter. I was looking things up. I was waking up feeling agitated mm-hmm. and going, "Why is it that I'm agitated?" And then remembering, yeah, <laughs> um, it was yeah, really really tricky. And I think initially quite disheartening when the Re- Republicans were leading mm. at the start. Yeah. I just had this sinking feeling of.
0: <laughs> I, I, you know what I really loved is that, you know, I was so engaged and so understood, like, what was that, that the Republicans were going to probably have a bigger mm-hmm. mail in vote and then there was going to be this, the red, the red mirage and the blue shift and all the blue, the mail in votes. And they said, you know, it was going to be an election <laughs> week and all this yep. kind of stuff. But. Bloody hell! Do yep. I just like this? All the returns coming in on Wednesday, at our time, and just like freaking out. Yeah, like, that
1: disconnect between logic and emotion uh, of going. This is what was expected. This is what we yeah. knew was going to happen, but.
0: Yep, yeah. and and just a sense of dread, like mm. of, of definitely watching a couple of Australian elections and thinking it was going to go one way and, and it going completely the other, yeah. and just having that dread feeling. And I think I saw the Florida results, and. And I was just like, oh, no, yeah. oh, no, no, yeah. no, no. Um, and I think
1: I've really felt like that dread has been particularly pronounced because of the amount of people that I've seen on Twitter or, you know, online who have been really genuinely frightened about what would happen if he got in or yep. if he didn't and what people would do now. Yeah. And so I think witnessing that kind of fear and knowing what people must be going through by, you know, their list of how to prepare yep. for it or how they were going to lock down their house or yep. things like that is it's that sort of visceral, like, danger, danger, danger yeah, kind and, of feeling.
0: and... and... And the, all the all jokes aside, around this is the start of a horror f- of a science fiction film gone right, you know, the mm. disaster film and all this kind of stuff. It really had that vibe. Like, I really had a vibe of, I think I joked to you around, I didn't really want to know how The Handmaid's Tale <laughs> yeah. started because it's yeah. not, it's not, <laughs> it's not Gilead, it's, it's, it's not described in the book. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it really had that vibe to it. Mm. And yeah, I I, I found myself. Like, I'm really relieved that we got the result because I can stop looking mm. online. Like, I I felt I was not a uh, an attentive parent, attentive family member, mm. attentive worker, yeah. I don't think, because I just was that split attention. Mm. And we don't, we like, I was watching CNN on, on the internet mm. um, and, yeah, just like, <laughs> I think it was what I remarked to you. It was like watching it was like talking to someone who's high on cocaine. Yeah. They're, they're, they're always just about to get to this really interesting point. And it never happens. And it never happens, right? Like if you if, you are, if you are like dead cold sober and you're talking to someone who's high as a kite on coke, that's what it's like. Yeah. They're kind of like, and another thing, Hunter, blah, blah, blah. blah. Yeah, like, like why am I at this yeah. party? Um, and – and and that's what CNN was like. It was like mm. this this thing about like this like the, the next drop of it. It's like, mm. guys, could you just tell us when yeah. like It'll some like actual facts about breaking
1: when... news? And then nothing would nothing would happen. It would be yeah. like we're still waiting.
0: Still, <laughs> I think I've still got the din, din, yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't think I've <laughs> the, ever installed CNN on my phone before. Yeah. but it's it's there at the moment because I've been like, while doing other things. Yeah, having it running all of the time.
0: Yeah, and then I think I think there was this. I think I a few. I think yesterday. So was it Sunday, today, Saturday? Mm. That I think yesterday I was. I I I was feeling comfortable. Mm. I was like, okay, he looks like he's ahead in all the in the states that haven't been counted yet. This this looks like this is gonna happen. Mm.
1: Um, yeah, our anxiety seemed to peak in different ways. Like there would be this flurry of messages from one or the other of us, and then it would kind of settle, and it sort of. It followed one another, and my anxiety came down after I saw that you were calmer. Because yes. it was kind of like, okay, Hunter pays more attention to U.S. politics than I generally do. <laughs> if he's calm and he's been anxious, then okay, maybe I can just yeah, right. Did you want more yes, bubbles? please. Yeah, yeah, yeah i right. having
0: some um, <laughs> The um, yeah. How did you? How did you? How did you find out? Like, what was the moment that you found out? You messaged me. Oh right, yeah, right. Yeah. okay.
1: So I. When I went to bed, I saw how close it was and saw that they were expecting to announce something and I just couldn't stay up any longer. And so I expected to wake up to it. And I sort of, in the same thing of opening Twitter, I opened your message. Mm. And so it both kind of yeah. happened at once. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. because I think I went to bed and I wasn't even thinking about it. I, mean, mm. I watched a movie and was like... Yeah. And, and, and was like not thinking about it, which is glorious. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I did
1: that thing. Like, I'm going to have one last look before I doze
0: mm, off. No, see, I was so sort of disconnected from it. I don't yeah. Know. And then, um, and then I got up and I think I checked, I was in the kitchen or something. And I, I was like, I'll just check my, mm. f-, cause I, I sleep with my phone out, not in my room, Yeah, which, you know, top tip, if you want to get better sleep, mm. sleep with your smartphone, not in your room, mm. you will actually get better sleep. Mm. It's, it's, and also you wake up with a phone full of charge, which yeah. is really good. And yeah, just like I opened up Washington Post, I think mm. it was, and it just, you know, it said Biden had won. Mm. And I just was like, oh my God. And yeah. just this wave of relief and emotion. Mm. And then just throughout the day, I think, and I sort of explained to my kids, you know, like, you know, d- daddy's a little bit teary because this yeah. is a really big deal. Like... Mm this is a real moment for the world yeah
1: and i don't think i quite believed it until they gave their speeches yes okay and and then it kind of sunk in until then i was sort of like okay yeah they've called it but
0: how weird was it to watch a boring political speech again?
1: <sighs> a coherent boring speech was was amazing <sighs> yep it and it was remarkable in that it wasn't remarkable. Hmm. Like I, I didn't at any point feel confused <laughs> No <laughs> or, or kind of loading. like, but that that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, it was it was such a relief. It was so easy to listen to. And it was
0: no anger. It was just yeah. it, it was just joy and happiness. No
1: one was belittled. Uh, yeah. And I think that's a real relief for everybody, that sort of undermining of people all of the time wears you down. And
0: gaslighting, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, 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 that's a really interesting point because one of the things I saw was you know, some footage of an outdoor bar in America and it was like a gay bar and like the cheer that went up when he, mm. when he mentioned gays and trans, yeah. transgender in the speech. And there were people sort of talking about like, oh, you know, that's – this is the first time that's been mentioned mm. in an acceptance speech, right? Yeah. And, you know, and you bang the table around African-Americans and like, and you went through the list of all the different groups mm. and, you know, I, the, the power of saying this group mm. is, is valued. This group is yeah. respected. You feel seen. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, you can't be what you, you can't be, what you can't say. Mm. Right? You know, a feminist doctor who I know said that to me and it's really stuck in my head. Yeah. Right. And, I really like that and you know I just think it's really really powerful and mm. it's just the gr- the politics of grievance mm. for the last 4 or 5 years it's just been just just awful mm. and and
1: it, there's not many groups left untouched by Trump's kind of slurs no you know it's not yeah he targeted different groups to different extents but there was always some sort of
0: mm. yeah yeah and, and some it, sort of poke and what's interesting and, and is that the current gop mm. right they're all just sitting silent while he is saying that legal votes should be mm. like legally people have voted right and he's saying that they should be cast out like mm. they're staying silent you know mm. and like silence silence against whatever it is the standard that you um, walk past you know like yeah it's they're, they're, they're consenting. Yeah. Right. They, they you know, and they're... That they sort are, of... Um, they're afraid. Know,
1: evil succeeds when good men do nothing. Yeah. That kind it. of, yeah. You know, they're afraid. Yeah.
0: And they have been the whole time, mm. right? And and that's why he's got away. And really all they needed to do was to call him out mm. continually and, and mass, but they're all...
1: And seeing that in the media has been quite refreshing to kind of see them cut away from him and go, we're not going to broadcast yeah. this because it's not factually accurate. Even that was cathartic in kind of yeah. going finally yeah
0: yeah because that you know and it's sort of interesting because i think they they realize like this is we're in a moment where he's no longer the president Mm. per se right like yes he is still the president but that
1: we've got some wiggle room here yeah as i was
0: like well you know like these are just lies Mm. he's lying he's been lying the entire time Mm. Uh,
1: which perhaps do we just launch into the gripe list. <laughs> Looks like gripe. So which like the top one is exactly what we're already griping about. <laughs> hang
0: on, hang on. So, so, so this is like so Love It or Leave It is one of my favourite podcasts. Mm. And they have the rant wheel. Mm-hmm. So John Love It, tip my hat to you my friend. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> this is the two shrinks pods this is a gripe list. <laughs> So we're gonna we're gonna try and hammer through this because I said to Amy we can't just rant for two hours. <laughs>
1: no, we can turn off the microphones and continue ranting, but <laughs> that's it. You guys don't need to be present. <laughs>
0: All right. So what we're gonna do is we're, gonna, we're psychologists, right? And so cognitive therapy. We're both cognitive therapy trained. And so what you do is that you have to present facts, mm. evidence that disputes someone's worldview, that negative worldview, yeah. right, as a way of them relieving depression relieving anxiety Mm. right you know and then also we've done like psychology training is all about assignments essays (laughs) it is like um so many so many and and i think i would i would say that psychology as a discipline is probably given our data is so so fuzzy Mm. That we are probably one of the most precise... Mm.
1: annually retentive.
0: <laughs> annually retentive and precise group of academics. Mm. Like if you want a, a group of academics to write you a clear, concise, well-structured, mm. well-balanced piece of, of, of work, it, get a psychologist mm. to write it for you. Yeah. Um, because we, because like, we have to do that,
1: and it's drummed into us right from when we first start studying, again and, and again and again. And
0: FYI, I'm going to out myself here. I'm a re- reviewer too of, yeah. of a particular journal, yeah. uh, and and I keep getting asked to review journals, so they're pretty happy with it. So yeah. because it, it's like this bit doesn't go in that section, mm. and you haven't got enough evidence. Yeah. <laughs> so this, this is us. Our...
1: <laughs> so we're reviewing Trump. Is so so no,
0: we're, well we're gonna we're gonna say why we think why we why we have gripes why is it we, we're not just partisans yeah right. we're Let's...
1: not just enjoying misfortune
0: so amy tell yeah. us where are you going to start the gripes
1: i'm going to start with, start with where, where we keep on coming back to in our introduction because i think we need to get it off our chest mm-hmm. first of all the pathological lying yep that you know i showed you a piece that's been put up in soho in this week mm-hmm. and that has Quotes so of a piece a piece of know. artwork yep. uh, that has quote twenty thousand lies that Trump has said in the course of his administration. Yeah, uh, I did a quick mental calculation. That's fourteen a day for the four years. Yeah, that's a that's a that lot we know, that, that we know of that we know of that we've documented, and so I think you know it undermines everything. It it cuts through people's understanding of what's going on. It creates a lot of confusion. Everything's sort of blurry and fuzzy, mm. and then also makes you feel like you're a little bit crazy for mm. going. But that's not right. Yeah, it's really yeah. It's been so wearing.
0: Oh. It, I mean, look, it's it's, it's wearing. Mm. It's but it's about power, mm. right? It's about abusing people's, disrespecting people mm. because it's saying to, it's like, no, no, I'm, I'm right and you're wrong, right? And like, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to say stuff mm. just to you like, can't stop me. Yeah, and and really, is it's about someone who is unchecked, mm. right? It just but you know lying about things that are like you know it, it was uh, so directly obvious that it was that it was not true. Mm. You know the most recent stuff is like I've won the election, I've got more votes. Mm. There's fraud, yes. like it's it's blatant. Like he it's, told everybody, yeah, <laughs> like he told everybody in the last election he was going to do that, yeah, right. And this time, and then but uh, you know like this one. One example, we'll just limit ourselves a lot yeah. to 20,000. 20, uh, but the COVID, like, mm. and he's been saying, oh, you know, rounding the turn, mm. right? Or inject this in, you know, inject bleach, mm. that will cure it. We only life. have numbers
1: because we count them. Yeah, we've yeah.
0: got the, well, I mean, the problem with some of his lies is there's like, there's a, like a, a kernel of truth and that's mm. the...
1: You wouldn't know if you didn't count them.
0: Yeah, like, which yeah. is which is, and you know, like, it's true, right? There's, if you start... If you do more testing of something, mm. the chances are that you pick up more stuff, right? Mm. So there's actually like a like, and so it becomes kind of difficult to yep. then to kind of dispute it because mm. you're kind of like, well, there is a little bit of truth to that, yeah, but, but also like you are really wrong, yeah, <laughs> and and these lies have consequences, and
1: that, there are hundreds of thousands yeah. of people who have this disease. You yeah. can't just sweep under
0: over two hundred thousand people died, yeah. from it. you know. And he's been saying, you know, and the other lies recently has been though, oh, we've got we've got therapeutics, mm. right? it's like you don't, no. right? He was offered an experimental treatment, mm. right? That's not accessible, mm. which segues into my thing mm. around also, also just like, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> also just like, like his consequence, like, so people have died, mm. people's lives are ruined, uh, who either get sick or they lost their jobs mm. or something like that. But I mean, here, like we, we can't travel to the United States, like, mm. and, I've got some family there and I know some people in my family would like to go there. Yeah. Right? And you can't do it. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, if they'd actually managed it properly and actually taken some responsibility and done their job. Mm. And I read something really interesting so sort of saying he's afraid. Like he's actually he's afraid to act. This is why, you know, he's he's a failed authoritarian leader mm. because he is actually frightened of of failing mm. right and so as a result he's frightened of acting mm. right he's not he's not an a proper dictator or authoritarian no because he's never actually put it into practice yeah he want, and when he could a, have yeah. yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah he's said stuff yeah but then not necessarily acted on it and just waited for things to play out and then said see i told you so yeah 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 i think i think from there like it ties into the gaslighting kind of stuff we wanted okay. to talk about as well yeah. in terms of so Gaslighting for people who don't know is essentially when you tell someone that their reality is wrong. Yeah. And that's, that's gone hand in hand with the lying for most of the time. It's Mm. been like, if he says something, people, if they do call him out on it, he then goes, well, I didn't say that, or I was joking or I didn't mean it, or, you know, it's, that wasn't what I meant. And undercuts that reality or, over or and over it, or again, it
0: they, or that they're incorrect. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And you I know, feel your like your fake news, your fake news, your fake news.
1: Yeah, and I feel like what everyone's been living under is the dynamics of a sort of abusive relationship where that sort of gaslighting happens mm. for the last four years of kind of being repeatedly told that your reality and your reactions aren't right, are stupid, are yeah, so, overreacting. So,
0: so, case in point was the the uh, Mueller investigation, mm. right? So every time a report came out. Right. and there was a lot of reporting about that every time a report came out about that you know it was like there was a, the fake news fake news fake news it's blah, 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 blah. when the report actually came out all of that reporting was mm. 100% on the mark mm. like the it was it was dead set correct yeah right and then was it the oh, I was probably not on a list but like the working the refs mm. you know the 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 I never thought like they I never thought that working the system and working the refs would actually be so successful Mm. so you know getting bill Barr, the age the attorney general to come out getting the media narrative about the the Mueller report Mm. and talking about that and saying oh you know there's no collusion no collusion no collusion and then you know a week later releasing it and then by that point everyone in the right-wing world's like oh you know we're going to move on we've got to come together and all Mm. this kind of stuff and it's actually it's like hang on no this is this is this is couldn't be further from the truth or like the impeachment stuff and working the refs and like like they didn't allow anyone Mm. who was actually currently working to be a witness yeah they didn't allow any documents yeah like (laughs) compare it to say bill clinton Mm. who got impeached over having an extramarital affair yeah right yeah uh between two consenting adults yeah um i mean in Look, there, are, there are complex issues mm. of, of power at play in that. Let's not talk about any of <laughs> that stuff. That's just, yeah. it's awful. But the, but that's not asking a foreign country to interfere in your election.
1: No, no, exactly. Yeah, and I think the fact that he's been able to twist things and get out of things the entire time is really it's frustrating and it's disempowering and all that sort of thing. I think on our list of gripes was definitely the number of, you know, sexual assaults he's been accused of and mm, that mm. haven't been able to go anywhere with prosecution and the way that he speaks about women and the way he undermines oh. or speaks quite openly about what he's done to women. Okay. And that that's there's there's no consequence for that. Like how is that possible especially when you compare it to say someone like Clinton who was Dragged across the coals mm. for that. You kind of go, this is the same culture. This yep. is the same society. Yep. How are these standards so different when, you know, he's talking about harming so many women and it's just and, and, nothing. And,
0: and blatantly disrespecting them. Mm. Like So So even if you say, okay, we're well, going to give him the benefit of the doubt, you know, his position in power and people are, you know, out to getting blah, blah, blah. But then his day-to-day conduct mm. has been, was, was just, was... It's like atrocious. Yeah, and I just don't. It just another. It's not even on the gripe list, but the the lack of, you know, the 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 a religious community in the United States mm. that were always so awful to any any democratic politician who'd had an affair, mm. or who'd smoked marijuana, who who'd like sworn yeah. or something, you know, like that kind of like, and then you have this thrice married mm. uh, guy who um, cheated on his on his wife who'd mm. just given birth with a porn star yeah yeah and then paid her off yeah right like the, for what price like and mm. I never thought, we, we studied the book Man for All Seasons mm. at school you know is it uh, Oliver Cromwell yeah 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 and, and, and there's a line in it about one of the characters I think he supports the king and, and in return gets like sussex the duke mm. of sussex or something yeah and there's a comment about like you sold your soul for that yeah like and then and what do they sell their soul for like you know mm. a 6-3 so excuse me a 6-3 majority in the supreme court yeah like it just i just don't i just don't get the hypocrisy
1: no no it's it's crazy making yep. it doesn't it doesn't make sense you can't apply logic to any of it
0: all right next next one on the ramp Rat wheel? Uh, well,
1: the, the, well the do we st- go Supreme Court, given that you've just mentioned oh, that? sure, you can do that, do, yeah. do we go, you uh, know? I,
0: it just makes me angry. So. <laughs>
1: it, it makes me so angry. I think the the general, you know, the repeated... So, 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 so
0: someone who doesn't know, yeah. what are you talking about?
1: So, I'm talking about nominating Amy, Amy Coney Barrett yep. into the position that was Ruth Bader Ginsburg's spot, which mm-hmm. I think is also adds to, the, An insult. adds to the insult, not just that, you know, this is a position of power that should be treated with respect and be filled by someone who has a more balanced view and isn't so obviously against mm. a whole bunch of different things and, you know, isn't against, you know, isn't pro-choice and all of those kind of things. Yeah. But I think coming into a spot that was taken by someone who was... So principled and so but important. Like, what's it like
0: sort of as a woman to sort of oh. say Like, so Ruth Bader Ginsburg is this huge feminist icon, mm.
1: right? It's, it's gut wrenching. And I think it's even more so because the person coming in is a woman who isn't advocating for women's rights. Mm. It's, a, it's a little bit like, you know, we've already mentioned The Handmaid's Tale, but it's that thing that the violence by the women in The Handmaid's Tale, reading it as a woman, feels so much more. Uh, threatening and hurtful than the violence by men. Mm. Because it's kind of like, hang on, no, you should be You should be on our team. Yeah, you should be on our team. And I think seeing that is really disheartening. His general support of, you know, people like Kavanaugh and stuff like that Mm. who have been abusive is and who are in positions of power, legal positions of power is Uh, huge. Just
0: just the whole Brett Kavanaugh hearing, right. So imagine turning up to a job interview. Yeah. And chucking the shits, and bat, and acting like a tanty, and I, yeah. I still am um, frustrated. I, I expected nothing less of the public senators in mm-hmm. that in that hearing, but I, I just wanted one of the Democratic senators to say to like as he was like cracking it about mm. like oh you know I've been holding consequences, I'd say because I would say I would it, all that it would have taken would one of them to say. Um, this is a job interview. Mm. You are in a job interview for the highest court in the land. It's a lifetime appointment, and you will conduct yourself accordingly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah. just stare at him and wait and say, "You will. You will behave appropriately. Otherwise, we will. You know, we will cease cease the hearing or mm. I don't know, whatever. Right? Like, you no. Know, that I just.
1: You that, shouldn't be able to get away with that in a job interview. And
0: <laughs> and that I think is. Part and parcel of the Trump era, mm. right which is that the Trump era and Trump's awful behavior mm. and unchecked behavior because people didn't check him has then allowed yeah. other people, particularly white men mm-hmm. to act just in the most appalling way and and so this ties into our next thing about we've talked we've covered blatant sexism this is making making racism acceptable again mm. right so convincing people that they weren't racist mm. right so basically, He spouts racist stuff. Yeah. Right. And there's you know, there was the fine people on both sides Mm. or the white supremacists. There was the most recent stuff in the in the debate about, you know, I don't know who these the you know, the proud boys are. Stand back and stand by, you know. Yeah. Um, and just like could you imagine just close your eyes and imagine a world where there's the George George Floyd Mm -hmm. death there was the other death of the of the chap who got oh not death but like he got shot in the back and yeah. I saw the footage of it yeah
1: and there was the woman who was the uh, paramedic uh, oh why can't I remember her uh, name? Brianna Taylor the paramedic who was shot in her house by the police who got the wrong place so
0: could you could you imagine a world in which the president said this is this is a time for the country to grieve the death of somebody mm. now I'm not saying I'm not saying who was right and who is wrong, but I'm saying that, that this person's death is a tragedy mm. and that the officers who were involved in the death, it is also a tragedy for them.
1: Mm.
0: Could you imagine just how healing that was? Yeah. But what did we get? We got f- petrol on the flames mm-hmm. and then gas tear-gassing protesters yeah. so we could stand in front of a church for a photo op. Yeah. With the Bible. Yeah. But like he didn't actually go and pray. You know, he didn't, he didn't. He went for a photo op. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't do not It wasn't a
1: genuine, I'm wanting to go to this church to pray or yeah. to, yeah. So,
0: so I think that it, it just created this permission for people to be mm. awful. Mm. And I think that people ended up voting for him because they, he sort of convinced them that, he wasn't being racist, mm. right? Or that you could vote for him, and that meant that you weren't being racist. Sort
1: of that, like getting rid of being too politically correct yeah. or being too, yeah, too sensitive about things. But... And,
0: and I'm not saying I'm not saying that certain areas of the internet and certain areas of of politics mm-hmm. does probably bully people. Yeah. Or, or you know, there is a lot of that stuff. You know, I'm I'm all for a discussion around mm. that. But that is not what he was doing. No. Right. And
1: no, he was sort of shit stirring and then backing off to a position of safety. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <sighs>
0: let's, let's, denying science. Uh-huh. So, 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 so in Melbourne. Yes. Melbourne, Australia. We have we had an outbreak of COVID. Mm-hmm. Right. At our peak, we had seven hundred cases a day being diagnosed. Mm. Right. For the last eight days, we have had zero cases diagnosed and zero deaths from COVID. Yeah. Right? How do we do it?
1: We locked down. We wore masks. We made sure that everybody kept far enough apart from one another that it wouldn't transmit to a bazillion people with one interaction. We
0: we were allowed out for four reasons a day, which was uh, four reasons, which was work, Food shopping, you go in there for an hour, mm-hmm. exercise for an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, medical. Medical, right? Yeah. That's it.
1: And within five kilometres... Of your home. Of your home, which for American listeners is what? Two oh. and a half miles? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. And so we were all contained to a particular area. We didn't have people over to our house. We couldn't go to restaurants. It was, it was contained and... You know, it sucked, it's, but it's really hard. It's really hard, and we all felt worn down by it. But also, also
0: in the middle of it, my my internet went out. for I know. Me oh, that I was, was torture. And that was that was homeschooling. Yeah, um, that was
1: awful. But
0: it was really, really hard. It was worth we're it. We're not, but but zero cases, right? Mm. Whereas over at the moment in the United States, mm. hundred thousand cases a day a day this mm. week. So, the, so denying science mm. right denying listening to it and kind of
1: especially in the middle of a pandemic like he could have done enough damage if there wasn't a pandemic going towards you know climate change yep. and medical research and all yep. sorts of things but yep. you whack in a pandemic into that mix and it's diabolical
0: without on I'm back on hypocrisy yeah <laughs> uh, was it that he the controversial treat the treatment that he got right yeah We came from uh, was it embryonic stem cells Mm, or or, 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 you know something that the right wing would not allow. Would not allow. Mm. So like
1: when it's convenient, all good.
0: And and the denying science thing, I I just It's so frustrating. The climate change, like here in Australia, we had these awful wildfires in California. Mm. There were there were some that you know you got those those guys got
1: Mm. exactly
0: what we had. It was just it's. awful and terrifying. Listen to our podcast on yeah. post-traumatic trauma, post-traumatic With stress. With Danielle we, um, Earlier in this year. It was a really good episode mm. talking about that. But one of the things that I find so frustrating is that about the Trump era is that you get anti-intellectual, mm. anti-responsibility, anti-being able to be checked around their own behaviour. Mm. right? And so... There's no consequences for their action, and then when they do fuck up, mm. right? What happens is that the the system is working so hard over time mm. to support them, that that they get off, mm. right? So, I mean, so Trump, if he'd been anyone else in the world, would not have got that treatment. No, <laughs> no, right? He wouldn't. You know, um, and he was still yeah. irresponsible when he was there. Like yeah. he went out for a drive.
1: Yeah, like, yeah, a man in his his age bracket and with obesity. Obesity and all the rest of it, he would have he would have been likely to be really unwell. Oh, and
0: well, how many people do you know have been um, airlifted to hospital? Exactly. He was unwell.
1: He was un- he was really is, unwell. And this is
0: the thing, right? Yep. It's like, oh you know like it gets in your head, oh you know, he was he that unwell. So, well he yes. clearly
1: was to be airlifted and then to have that series of treatments. Treatment. And you wouldn't I wouldn't risk of that it. with the you know, president of the united states unless you were like this is our last shot
0: yeah or we really need we really need to make, really sure, need to make day,
1: sure right it, like yeah
0: because i work in cancer it's stuff too risky, and like you know lots of people have much more serious illnesses mm-hmm. and don't get experiment treatments
1: especially somewhere like the states where you have to be able to afford it yeah you know we're we're very lucky here to have medicine that is largely covered by the government yeah and we've been... <laughs> oh,
0: it's just, it's just, this is incredible. So, uh, look, so what have we gone through? We've gone through lying, racism, sexism, incompetence. Uh, hang oh, hang on. Th- was it we the... haven't
1: gone incompetence.
0: Uh, well, had... I thought I was talking incompetence. We've had
1: <laughs> an underlying theme of incompetence.
0: Yeah. So, so in the Narcissistic Personality Disorder hmm. podcast, we talked about Donald Trump at the end. We held off um it's really i'm really proud of that Mm. episode and you should go back and have a listen to that if you really want to dissect his personality further but in in it with every personality disorder there is a qualifier which is uh, and with every mental disorder in in the way you diagnose it there's a qualifier of it's clinically this problem needs to be clinically and significantly distressing for this person so it interferes with them they have distress that Or it interferes with their functioning, functioning so in their relationships mm. or in their occupation, right? Mm. And I made the argument then, I stand by it now, mm. that it clearly, his peers, which are presidents, yeah. right? He, he has failed. Yeah. He, he, did, he was failing then. And I think at that time they were trying to pass a, a tax bill mm. and he's failed since then. Right? Yes, and in the th- year since we've done that uh maybe a
1: two the years, I think. yeah mm. anyway. yeah yeah there hasn't been also there hasn't been competence
0: they're the most advanced technologically <laughs> society in the world yeah and they haven't been able to control a virus that yeah. that australia has yeah right yeah now this different stuff but seriously
1: yeah yeah we're not that great <laughs> we've been able to contain it and i think also you know what's frustrating about that is that the solution if you follow the science is reasonably simple in terms of containment until if there's a vaccine it's a pretty simple set of procedures it's not complicated it's something that a lot of people are able to follow day to day Mm -hmm. you just need to have the right guidance and the right political pressure to be able to follow through with that and for that to be something that becomes a way of life Yep. They did not do that. No. And even, you know, before we started recording, we were talking about how refreshing it was to hear a coherent speech and uh, this afternoon. Mm. And I think that comes into the incompetence. Like there's not even... There hasn't even been successful communication, you know? Like it's just been so garbled and all over the place Mm. that you can read into it any way you want.
0: Well, there's a... From early days... Uh, I'm not going to f- try and find the link, but there was a, there was a a interview an interview with with New York Times, I think, mm. uh, and Trump, and it is literally the clinical term is word salad, mm. right? He is just saying stuff. There is something neurologically wrong with that mm. that man, yeah. Like not just the narcissistic personality disorder and you know likely psychopathic tendencies, mm. um, but he there is something neurologically mm. wrong like he, the way he thinks and that sort of that incongruity and just the inability to stream like long well thought out sentences like Biden mm. like yeah he's got a stutter but, but you could see that there was thought and mm. and a plan behind it whether you agree with the plan or not irrespective
1: it logically fits together like would you
0: would i, I would you would never hire someone
1: no yeah. No, and I think probably you know we have a we have a minor gripe on this list <laughs> which relates to that, which is bragging about passing a dementia screen. <laughs> <laughs> a, why is the president being screened for dementia? That's concerning. B, he couldn't even describe it in the right way because he also was just plucking things from around him rather than listing the objects he was supposed to be repeating yeah. from the dementia screen. And, and, and
0: so, and like a dementia screen is is the lowest of low bars,
1: and it's it's really if you don't have an impairment like that, it comes across as really simple. You know, I can even remember my grandmother in her early stages of dementia having that screen and laughing at the person asking the questions and yep. going, this is so easy, you asked me that yesterday. Or you asked me, you know, of course I know who the Prime Minister mm-hmm. is or what the day of the week is or you know, that's an elephant. Know, so
0: what's, what's really interesting yeah. is like in the hospital, the, to one of the movements, which is a good movement, is to improve like communication mm-hmm. between doctors and patients, nursing, pa- nursing and patients sure. around what's going on. And so they... They've installed clocks <laughs> and like a whiteboard <laughs> and a day and stuff like that. And so you'll be.
1: I can see where this so, is going.
0: So you'd be like, so Amy, you know, one of the questions is one of the things you could do with an assessment is you mm. do time, person, place, TPP, yeah. right? And you say, so Amy, what day of the week it is? You know, where are you? You know, where are you? Oh, you know, I mean, yeah. I'm in such a hospital. Yeah. And then, and then there'd be like, so what, at what time, about what time is Then And they look. They look, and yeah. i like, like, what day is it? It's like. And they look looking like, damn it. <laughs> it's so irritating. I
1: can remember my Nana really pissing off everyone because they didn't have that in the hospital at the point when she was an inpatient, but she requested the paper every day and she'd just pick up the paper and read it off the top and go yeah. like, it's Wednesday the 24th. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so she's with it enough to know how to cheat. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's what we can so guarantee. But yeah, for a present to have that, screen and then to speak about it really it says that people were concerned but it also says he didn't have the awareness of what that was and that they were concerned well i mean but also well i mean because would you brag about it well i mean
0: look i would i look i would say that maybe if i you know if you're working with someone like is a job as serious as that hmm. you do a medical run through of stuff hmm. i think a dementia screen would be perfectly appropriate above a certain age whether you thought they had dementia or, or, or not.
1: Right. Him bragging about passing it is probably right, another like, thing. So like
0: in the hospital, like with, with cancer patients, we give them, there's a movement to do distress distress screening mm. so they get a questionnaire, right? Yeah. Regardless of where they are there's or not. There's
1: often sort of a mini mental or something to be able to check in on where the person's state is in a hospital.
0: Uh, yeah, you shouldn't use mini mental. They're pieces of shit. In terms well, of I know, validity but and hospitals but, are
1: still using them. Oh my <laughs>
0: God. Let's, we should have a rant about I that. saw
1: one last week. <laughs>
0: Anyway the point, but, is. But the, the, the point is The point is Like a regular screening Of someone's cognitive status Is, is, is mm. warranted Yeah uh, Celebrating Winning but, that When but, you're not but, but But Like it speaks to his Frail self esteem mm. To be like Oh well I did the best on that It's like You didn't No Because it's It's, it's like Like a five year old Would be able to do it mm. Right So anyway <gasps> uh, Okay so that That gripe list Was meant to go for ten minutes Sorry everyone <laughs> Um, let's talk about moving forward, right? Okay.
1: So... You mean after we've destroyed the Trump piñata in the backyard? (laughs) I I feel like we've just done it. We have. And I
0: hope, and and so this leads into catharsis, Mm. right? So the, the, this uh, emotional release. Yeah. Right. So how do we move on after you've had a trauma- a nightmare. Mm. What's, Amy, what's important? Like you've just gone through something. So we're not talking yeah. about something that's happened years ago. No. Which is often what we talk about in this pod. Yeah.
1: I think the absolute, you know, big thing about it that stops it from becoming something that haunts you for years yes. is communicating it at the time. How you are feeling? What happened? Doing a bit of that, trying to make sense of things, yep. trying to piece it together and going to someone else. Like, this is how I felt. Is that how you felt? Like this is, This is what's going through my head. Okay, So like a
0: validation kind of thing? Yeah,
1: because also on, you know, I won't go too neuro, but that then links together your emotions, your words, Mm -hmm. your physical sensations. If you describe it, you're then drawing a narrative, which is Mm -hmm. often what's missing when something's traumatic. Mm -hmm. Down the track, you don't know how the pieces fit
0: together. So you put the pieces together and then you can close the file.
1: Exactly. You can go, well, I know what happened there. I know the story of that. That builds into my story. And then
0: so what, what that means is that you then don't have to keep all those pieces active in your memory. Yeah. And so therefore it can be put to bed. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. You don't, and you don't risk them being sort of triggered and popping up at different points. So I think that's the biggest thing, you know, and it ties back to what you were saying in the introduction about, you know, yes, it's important to come together, but also having that time to grieve what the last four years have been like and to acknowledge the anger and the frustration and for people who have been really hurt by this administration what that actually means Mm. you know talking about it processing it you know whether you do that with friends family you know with a therapist whatever it might be Mm. that's actually important Yeah. yeah yeah
0: because yeah because i you know i it was you know i i was I was I'm just smiling as I say this the well, looking online and the videos of people celebrating.
1: Yeah, people dancing in the street.
0: <laughs> and my my grandmother, she was she died in the nineties. Mm-hmm. She was eight she was in her eighties when she died. Mm-hmm. And she had a memory of the first the end of the First World War mm-hmm. when she would have been a little girl. Yep. And she said, all she can remember is that people were dancing on the street. <laughs> yeah, and and I, I, I you know, goosebumps. Like, yeah, goosebumps. <laughs> and 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 you know, is you know, millions of deaths or oh, hundreds of thousands of deaths mm. uh, for an awful war mm. the same as the Trump era? Probably not, right? Yeah. But it's the, different, but with the same but level the di- of casualty. Well, I mean, it's been hundreds yeah. of thousands of deaths, right? Yeah. But I think that I guess that the moment of connection Mm. and in the COVID era we've all been disconnected yeah and to see i mean i was i was aghast i was like guys socially distance for fuck's sake dance
1: separately but together
0: (laughs) anyway but um just 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 to sort of see that and Mm. to kind of go you know look we we are we are one Mm. right like we are we are part of a of a group what are you are gonna say? We're one. We're we're. we're.
1: That song's coming to. I know yeah, it's coming
0: to my head as I said it. Anyway,
1: <laughs> what is that song? It's an uh, it's no, no, it's Australian, Australian one. song. It's like <laughs> from the Qantas ad. The, the,
0: the Qantas. <laughs> <In> Qantas. Anyway. <laughs> So, yeah, so, I mean, I, I, think, I think that, I mean, if you'd followed my Twitter feed today, I was, I was. I joyfully Oh, So, so there's, there's, if you're an American or, or, or a not australian there's a classic thing that we do on the sports field, I'm not sure, which is that if your team is leading and, and the other guys, the other team is giving you stick, you hmm. go scoreboard, mate. Yeah. Scoreboard and
1: you were doing that all over time and, today,
0: <laughs> and you know what for a day or two yep. we can do that yep. right and actually that's healthy and then we can just move on right mm-hmm. if you're doing this for a year or two yeah well, then you become like the trumpers right the, who wore the t-shirts fuck yep. your feelings yeah like like what is that like there's no respect no
1: there, right there's no even just you know that sort of dignity and that way of carrying yourself that just hasn't hasn't been there that that there is there's always been a set of ways of doing things mm. around the sort of presidency and that's all been thrown out the window oh. the kind of respect for other people and acknowledging the other side even conceding when you haven't won mm. things like that that haven't happened Yep. yep. it's just it paints a very childish picture but that's that's insulting to children it, it paints a very immature
0: yes picture yeah, and, and and a resistance to being mature. Mm. They've gone out of their way to say, fuck you, mm. and I vote for him. Yeah. Right? Like, that's what they've done. Like, it hasn't been the polite exchange of ideas and the frustration around mm. like, well, you know, you've said some half-truths and we've said some half-truths and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, mm. You know, we're all just trying to. We do all love the country stuff. I don't think he loved America. No. And I don't think that he loves anyone other than himself. I don't yep. think he really loves his children. No, like, loves
1: power, yeah, and control,
0: yeah, yeah. You know, so ugh. <laughs> other thoughts.
1: I'm I'm relieved. I think, I think relieved, and also what what I've liked about what's come out in the last day or so, and yep. it's a little thing, is that there's been not just talk about, oh, yeah, we're going to make things better from Biden and Kamala Kamala. Harris. We haven't talked about Kamala. We haven't talked about Kamala. Oh, Oh, my God. Which is huge. But there's been, you know, there's been practical things of, like, these are the steps that we're going to take that are going to be able to undo some of these things. So, like, they're rejoining. Also, you
0: said that in a sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: They're like, they're going to sign back up to the World Health Organization, stuff like that, where it's kind of like on this date, this is what the paperwork that we're signing. Mm. And I feel really hopeful and refreshed by that, that kind of concrete, these are the steps we're taking, this is where you're going.
0: But also like that. Those steps are not like a fu statement. No, they're like, like this which is, is what all like because every every president says, "Oh, we're going to do these things," mm. but these things are constructive
1: and they're consistent with their narrative of what they're going to do for the entire time. Yeah, it's like this is what we plan to do. This is when we're going to do it. It's it's a well thought out you know treatment plan. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is the time of it. This is how we're going to evaluate it.
0: Let's talk about Kamala and let's wrap up. What is it like to see a woman become vice president? It's awesome.
1: It's so awesome. Tell me about that. It's, I think it's seeing a woman and then also seeing a woman who seems so comfortable in herself.
0: Mm. I
1: think it's, it, it's even more so than if it was a, a woman who was particularly conservative or rigid in the way that she presents. Mm. Like she seems very genuine in how she speaks. She shows emotion. Mm. It's you know, often when you see women in positions of power, they're having to mimic what it takes to be a man in a position of power. Mm. And I feel like, you well, know, she's... A non-threatening thing. Yeah. There. She's strong, but she's also... I've seen humour and I've seen lots of her dancing and I've th- seen kind of, you know, you get genuine sen- excitement. Yeah, you, you
0: get a sense of her personality. Yeah, you know.
1: exactly. And that's really refreshing and is so huge to actually see that when there's been so many, so many years of just... White men in that, yeah, just, in
0: that position, and shit, white men too. But like, you know, and also like, Mike Pence is just an abomination. Like the the say what you want about Trump, mm. but he was bold and open with his lies. Mm. He <laughs> knew he was lying,
1: yeah, and he just kept and going. We
0: knew he was lying. <laughs> we all, deal. everyone knew he was lying, mm. right? But. Mike Pence and the way that they just he would just lie in a way that was smarmy mm. and snake like, yeah, and
1: really uncomfortable to watch in a way that you like, could it's, get it's, drawn it's, into it's, it's watching more Trump. sinister in a mm. way
0: because it's because Trump's so clumsy yep. at
1: it, yeah, exactly.
0: So, I mean, I like I like I've got a daughter and and <laughs> pouring champagne, um, that <laughs> the. the I've got a daughter and I was watching the speech. Mm. And she was like, this is boring. I'm like, well, fair enough. It yep. was kind of boring. But I said "I said to her, you know, look, this is a really big deal. Like, yeah. This has never happened before. No. And, you know, I like that I, I like that line about, like, I'm the first woman, but I won't be the last. Yeah, and absolutely.
1: Yeah, that gave me goosebumps. So I was kind of like, yeah. You this know, is...
0: and and I don't think, you know, there might be a lot of people listening uh, who think, oh, you know, you, you know we're just... You know, lefties Mm. and blah blah blah. But I, you, there's this thing called vicarious learning in psychology, and role models, and you learn and you model yourself after people, Mm. and to just to have that is is, huge. It's just so huge.
1: Which probably you know ties into that. You know, at some point we wanted to mention why it is that as Australians we care so much, Mm. and I think that plays into that. You know, we. We've had one female prime minister. We we haven't had many, just like overseas. We haven't had women in positions of power. We haven't had those kind of role models. Seeing that is huge. Seeing that you know we're in a country that also at the moment is very politically conservative. Just like mm. you know the states, just like the UK. And
0: and our, and our current our current leadership the federally, mm. they they. They're not as corrupt as America, mm. as, the, as the as the Republicans, but they are nepotistic and they yeah. are, you know, they are incompetent. They put a, yeah. a, a budget proposal for and had a six sixty billion with mm. a B uh, accounting error. In it. Yeah, now, our economy is not that big. <laughs> no, it's not. So that was a pretty. And also big
1: anti-science problem. and all of that kind of
0: anti-climate change. Yeah,
1: yeah. yep. So I think it's
0: also it's, our prime minister <laughs> went. Overseas during while the whole country was on fire. I haven't yeah. let that one go. But anyway.
1: Yeah. Well, no, none of us can. I, and so I think it's like it's a little bit of a little bit of hope to see somewhere else shift because everywhere has been going more and more right wing. And yeah. so I think it it gives a bit of a lift. And then to see as a woman to see a woman being part of that mm. is is huge and empowering of kind of like. Yeah, come on. Like it's sort of the let's stir shit up kind of feeling. Yeah. Um it yeah, it's huge.
0: And 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 what I like about it is that uh she's got there just by being competent. Uh-huh. You know, being competent and warm. Yep. And being and competent woman and a woman. Yeah. Like like you know, Hillary Clinton, I don't wanna dissect her stuff, but she had her faults mm-hmm. in the way that she does it, incredibly successful woman. Mm-hmm. Um Uh, more successful than I'll ever be Mm. right but you know I think she suffered from the thing that you were talking about whereas you know and and what that's about I've got no idea Mm. but to see someone who's just enthusiastic and presents herself as as this as this individual you know it's it's just really encouraging it is right
1: yeah yeah it feels like it's like the the message the message of today felt like you know it's actually okay to be who you are and be in power like that it's really, yeah. huge
0: and just to see joe like you know i think he's really yeah. he's worked incredibly hard he's in clearly an in, incredibly decent individual mm. you know i think you know obama chose him you know he's a it he was it was a safe white male but mm. he was clearly a very good vice yeah. president that history of loss in his family mm. his his love for his son although yeah. <laughs> side note it is so fucking weird <laughs> to read News stories with my name in it. Yep. Like mm. the, so like I think I was 27 before I met another hunter. Yeah. And so just, it's just, just
1: it, prepare yourself.
0: It's jarring
1: to from, see. Um, from what I've seen and wh- who the, who my clients talk about, mm. get ready for a whole new batch of hunters. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming for you. <laughs> uh,
0: I do like it when you do a family tree. It's like, oh, mm. oh, and your granddaughter's Daenerys. Is mm. she? Okay. <laughs> good. Um, <Yeah>. Anyway. <laughs> Shall we wrap it up? Let's wrap it up. Take us out. Right.
1: Thank you for listening. Uh, as always, please rate, review the show. Whether you've enjoyed this rambling or you enjoy our other stuff, please on iTunes give us five stars or write a review. Uh, you can find us on everything Two Shrinks Pod. So it's you know Twitter, Two Shrinks Pod, Gmail, Two Shrinks Pod, yep. at gmail.com. All that. Uh, thank you for... Listening.
0: Thanks. This was cathartic. I'm going to sleep well. Yeah, me too. (laughs) We'll see you in about a week with uh, something a bit more serious.
1: Yeah.